0: Heaven Can Wait is a 1978 film starring Warren Beatty and Julie Christie. I'm sure some of you remember it, probably many of you have seen it. The story centers around a Los Angeles Rams quarterback named Joe Pendleton, played by Beatty, who is taken out of his body before he's supposed to die. He's taken by an overanxious angel who's on his first assignment. Now, unfortunately, by the time the mistake is discovered, Joe's body on Earth has already been cremated. So they have to find another body for Joe's soul to inhabit. The body they decide on is that of a millionaire industrialist named Leo Farnsworth. Farnsworth has just been drugged and murdered by his unfaithful wife and her lover, both of whom are really surprised to see Leo walking around after they think they've done him in some of the film's best and funniest moments comes the two adulterers try to make sense of it all. I won't play the spoiler today by telling you the rest of the story in case some of you haven't seen it and want to in the future. I mentioned it today because of the theme of the movie, which of course is reincarnation. Reincarnation is actually a common theme in many Hollywood films. In fact, in preparing for this homily, I googled reincarnation movies the other day and I got lots and lots of hits. I couldn't believe how many hits I got. This obviously is a subject that's of interest to many people. As Catholics we do not believe in reincarnation, or at least we're not supposed to believe in it. So we're told in today's second reading from the letter to the Hebrews chapter 9, just as it is appointed that human beings die once and after this the judgment, So also Christ, offered once, to take away the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to take away sin, but to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him. People die once, not twice, not over and over again, once. When it comes to this earthly life, my brothers and sisters, there are no do-overs. The Catholic Church teaches that after death, we are judged. What's called the particular judgment. It's also what the letter to the Hebrews teaches in that text I quoted to you a few moments ago. Our soul, which is, was separated from our body at the moment of death, then goes either to heaven or to hell or to purgatory. Souls in purgatory, of course, go to heaven when they're fully purified. We pray for those souls in a special way during the month of November although we should certainly pray for the souls in Purgatory all year long. Then at the end of time our souls will be reunited with our bodies, our resurrected bodies, and we will go either to heaven or to hell for all eternity. Once the souls in Purgatory have been purified, all of them, Purgatory will cease to exist. That's the teaching of the Catholic Church on what happens after death. As Jesus died once, so we die once. And we should thank God for that. We should thank God that we get only one chance in this life. We should thank God, in the very depths of our hearts, that reincarnation is not true. Because if it were true, we would be living right now in a meaningless universe, with a God who is nothing short of a tyrant. Most people don't think about this, but they really should. Let me give you some examples of what I'm talking about here. If reincarnation is true, then our God is not a loving Lord. Quite oppositely, if reincarnation is true, our God is a cruel and heartless tyrant. I say that because every creature on this earth that God has created suffers in some way. This means that when your present life of suffering is finally over, you're going to be reincarnated into another creature that will also suffer, and perhaps even suffer more intensely. And this will go on and on, infinitely. There will be no terminal point for your pain. There will be no opportunity to come to a place where there is no suffering. That's bad enough. There's more. If reincarnation is true, then there's nothing at stake in this earthly life, either. Consequently, it doesn't matter what you do or don't do in your present existence as a human being, because when it's over, you might come back as a horse or a frog. And horses and frogs are not morally responsible for their actions, so it doesn't matter what you do. So obviously, if reincarnation is true, there's no ultimate goal in this life. We just experience an endless success, succession of existences, separate existences here on this earth. Existences that have no real purpose. If reincarnation is true, that also means you probably will never see the people you love again once you and they leave this life. I mean, what are the odds that you and all those you love are going to be reincarnated into the same family, or the same town, or the same country, or the same species, for that matter? You might come back as a human being, Your spouse might come back as a zebra. And your children might come back as chickens. Who knows? right? Ultimately, my brothers and sisters, if reincarnation is true, then the sad and tragic reality is that suicide becomes an option for you. A very reasonable option. Think about it. If you believe in reincarnation and are unhappy with your life right now, Why not end it and go on to the next life? Maybe you'll be in a better situation in your next incarnation. If not, you can kill yourself again and again and again until you get it right. Those are some of the sad and tragic effects of believing the lie of reincarnation. Many people, including many Christians, aren't aware of these things. So hopefully I've made clear in this homily, reincarnation may provide a good theme for an entertaining Hollywood movie like Heaven Can Wait. But in the real world, reincarnation would be disastrous for you, for me, for everybody. So you see, it's actually a great blessing that today's second reading from Hebrews 9 is true. It's a great blessing that we die only once and that we're judged immediately thereafter as long as we're in the state of grace when it comes to that decisive moment. That's key, of course. Then the next body we inhabit, after we die, won't be the body of an animal or another human being. Rather, it will be our own body, raised from the dead by Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and made immortal. And it's in that resurrected body that we will spend eternity with Him, with Jesus and with the Father and the Holy Spirit, in that glorious and eternal kingdom of heaven, the kingdom Jesus died on the cross and rose from the dead to give us, to give every human person.